Hello, welcome to the 14th episode of Talk Shop K-Pop. Just a reminder, this podcast is available on almost all platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iTunes, and many more. Okay, welcome to episode 14. How are you? Um, today, uh... The date of recording is August 24th, 2020, and, um, yeah, I think that that does the uh, housekeeping stuff and announcements, uh, nothing changed in terms of this podcast, so I think that's it, um, and we are going to talk about three songs today. MCND, Na 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 Na, BTS Dynamite, and Dreamcatcher, Boca. Before we get started, BTS came back with a um, single um, called Dynamite. If you, I don't know why, but if you, for some reason, uh, did not check that out, please uh, check it out. It's a good song. It's a, I think... It's their version of um, Summer Song, I guess, and uh, they tried this. They tried disco. Uh, so that's that's new for them. But I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that later after we talk about um MCND na 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 na. Okay, so let's get started. MCND here. Um. I have been keeping uh, the my eyes on them for a couple months now. Um, but this song, for some reason, reminds me of MTC127 a lot. Like it's I'm not even I'm not even kidding. It, I don't know. Is it because of the music video? I don't really know, but it. It was, I was like, oh, this could be NCT 127 or just NCT song in general. Not like, not like Kick It or like, you know, recent heavy metal songs. More of a, you know, you know, NCT 127 in the early days. Yeah, it reminded me of that. So I was like, oh, okay. This could be NCT uh, song, but overall, I really liked it. Uh, I think it's them trying new things, I think. Currently, if I'm wrong, because I'm not, I can't keep up with all MCND stuff, but, you know, I think it's, because, like, I think they, um, the like fresh young kind of concept, right? This this song is more of a. It's not a dark concept, but it's more. It has more charisma, so. I think they kind of went okay. So we we want to keep you know our bright concept. We don't want to go with dark concept. But we want to try something new, so they tried this, which I think it worked out well. 
Um, for us, what I can see, the only issue is that um. Only issue is that um. Well, only issue is I heard it somewhere. You know, like that's that's uh, it's very um, it's very safe. It's I heard it somewhere. It, I'm not saying they copied somebody, but it's very typical in a way. But honestly, that's that's many songs in K-pop, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold, hold, like, I'm not gonna drag that for, like, drag, like, put it, you know, um, I'm not gonna consider it as a huge negative factor, um, I don't think that's fair, because, you know, there's a lot of songs that are similar in, like, formulas, uh, how the song progresses, the drop in particular was very typical, but, you know, I, I heard it many times before them, so I, it's not a huge negative factor, I think, um, yeah, so, my next steps, I guess, is I have to memorize their names, now and just match their face to you know put their names to the face you know uh because i i do i do feel like i'm i'm going to um keep an eye on them because i do see potentials right so okay um yeah and it's very uh very SM entertainment so, the song stuff. Um, so, let's move on to BTS. Um, BTS. Um, oh, Dynamite by BTS. I forgot how to speak. Sorry, guys. I don't know. I, I forgot to speak today. <laughs> Dynamite by BTS. Yay! Okay. Um, I do want to put a disclaimer. Um... And this will be not a favorite review since I am a hardcore army and I I love BTS so it's gonna be completely biased. So if you if you thought that this is going to be honest fair review, um it's not gonna be that today. First I have been streaming uh Dynamite since it came out, I think we reached 100 million views uh, um, in 24 hours, but there, there, is, uh, there is some report saying the view freezed for some reason, so I'm not sure, but, you know, it's uh, like last time I checked, it was at like 130 million views, so... And it's been like, no, that was yesterday. I don't know exact uh, view count right now, but I'm not going to check because that's going to take a long time to check. 
Uh, but what I wrote on the script was, it's a historical moment. BTS with uh, BTS is back with English single. Okay, so you know, like I think a lot of people know why this is a big deal, but to remind you, this is a big deal since BTS have never done that. You might say, "Oh, whoa, whoa, wait." There's Waste On Me that is fully English. There was Who with Lavi. That's a collaboration. Um, And also there's um, Mic Drop English version and a couple more. Winter Bear is technically an English song uh, by V. So it's not it's not new, you might say. Um, as you noticed, uh, as I say, as I say, the list of English songs that BTS have ever participated in, it's either collab or a solo song or a mixtape. You know, you know what I mean. They never done it as a actual, like, full BTS song, right? All members participated, and it's not a collab song. They've never done that before. And, um, just, just, um, if you notice, it's a single, so there's only one song, and I think there's a couple different versions that is on there, I think, like acoustic version, EDM version, uh, but yeah, it, it's essentially a single song. If you notice, they usually um put out um put out like a lot of songs in a single album, like eleven, ten, nine, like six at least. It's like. Even on their mixtape, like, August D, D2 mixtape was 10 songs, I believe. That's, like, that's actual full album, full-length album, like. And this time around, they did a single. Uh, they just put put it out there. I think it's more of a pre-release song. Because they're doing, doing a, you know, another album. They're releasing another album by end of this year or for uh, fourth half or fourth quarter. So, yeah, this is essentially their pre-release song. As I mentioned a couple of times here and there, it's a disco song. And, okay, first of all, I do want to remind you, Disco um, is a new thing for BTS, and, um, yeah, I, far as I know, I don't think BTS have ever done Disco before. Um, but I don't know, because um, they have so much, so, so many songs, um... That, like, I've been a fan for, like, two years now, and sometimes it's a new song. It's a new song, and I, I, 
I find new songs from their old stuff. Like, I try to listen to their old stuff too, but sometimes I miss here and there. So, even yesterday, I found a new song by them, and that was released three years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know, but, you know, for a list, to my knowledge, yes, this is their first disco song. And you know what? This is this is definitely needed. I am I am glad that they're back with these kind of color concept. Uh, we all need, you know. I could definitely dance to this while I'm I'm like I'm just like I'm just inside of my house. I can jam to this. Uh, remember, like, remember, like, I, you know, remember, I don't remember the last time that I heard disco and, um, and I fell in love, um, which means it's not my cup of tea, it, it's not, it, I'm not familiar with the to, like the genre of disco, it's really not like it's not it's really not my you know genre. I don't pay attention, you know. But I'm just I don't know. It might be in my honest opinion. It's probably because I um. I like BTS, and there is a BTS voice in it. Like, I think that at least covers, like, like, I instantly tried to analyze it, and, you know. But it's amazing when you, you know, I saw one video analyzing the song, and there's, you know, I... What he said, he was a composer. I wanna, if there's English subtitles, uh, available, then I'm gonna link it down in the description. But she said, okay, there's only set of chords in this song. I repetitive, but did you find this song boring? Uh, I personally did not. Um, I, I didn't know that there was only set of chords, but they used high, mid, no, 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 low, mid, high, you know, uh, tones to kind of play around with the instrumentation and their voice so that, you know, the song doesn't feel uh, that boring. I'm a terrible explainer. Um, okay. If there's an English subtitle in that video, I'm gonna link it down below. He explains it way better than me, so, <laughs> yeah. And also, um, they, uh, BTS was going to, um, translate the lyrics to Korean as they, um, 
as they always would. But um, the lyrics in English really uh, portrayed what they wanted to like portray. So they uh, decided to okay, let's let's just leave it as an English song. The the reason why um I mentioned this is because a lot of articles have been saying, oh, this is targeted towards um billboards and all these Western audience. Of course, Bicket is a company. Um, they want to make a make uh money, right? Yes, of course. In that decision. They would be like, okay, you know, the lyrics portray the English lyrics portrays what the artist wanted. Okay, then we can target it towards Western uh, audience. Of course, that played, uh, you know, that played into the decision. But a lot of people are, oh, you know, they got popular, so they're just targeting the Western artist. Audience, that's not all. That's uh, that all. That intentions are definitely there. I know, um, but it's it's not everything. So yeah, um, I don't agree to those like fan, you know, fans, some BTS fans or Army saying that oh, that you know, targeting Western. Audience wasn't even uh, that didn't play into the decision like that. That's that's impossible. Listen, like I I know I know what you're where you're coming from, but and I know where that argument lies, and also because you know Western media is like oh they're going for you know billboards. That's why they put out a single. Um, in English, yes, but you know the older is different. So they they what BTS was like, yo, this lyrics actually is good enough for you know good. Uh, it portrays the message well. It like it satisfies that. So BK was like, okay, then we can you know. Market towards um Western audience. That's correct. Like, um, but it's also incorrect that that analogy of Western mar- market didn't play into uh the decision. Are you serious? It's a company, okay? Uh, they probably thought of that. Thought about that too. So, just yeah, but um, oh um, I I wrote it down as vocal range. You know the you know the analogy that was explained from the video a couple minutes ago. I just wrote uh low. Mid high vocal range. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to say, but I wasn't looking at the script, obviously. Um because I don't. 
Should I? I yeah. I I probably should. Um. And let me tell you, like, I, it reminds me of like "Boy with Love" a lot, like in terms of music video and the colored scheme of the music video. Um. So. I don't know. It it just felt felt like, you know, Boy With Love was, it's a year old, and they are back with similar color schemed music video. It kind of was like, oh, this Boy With Love thing, I feel like it's continuing in some way with the purse. Mouth of the Soul Persona album. Persona album. I don't know, call me crazy, but I, I feel like this is... There's kind of a connection. Maybe there's a connection to their, like, storylines. Who knows? Like, it is crazy it's about connecting things. So, who knows? Yeah, but I I have been streaming that song for quite a bit, like, and I, I watched the music video a lot, and every time that I watch it, there's something different, um, they get handsome, uh, every time they, they get better every time that I watch it, yeah, this is a clearly biased, uh, review. But, um, oh, and there's another music video out of the same song called B-Side Virgin. Check it out. Uh, they released some unused, uh, footage from the original music video. So that was cool. They did similar thing, things in, uh, Boy With Love era. Like, they... They dropped the original music video and army version. So I think there's a lot of similarity and they might have like made a connection between those two songs and albums. I don't know. Um, there might be like connections into the universe and stuff. I, I like, I, I just, I just know the universe, but I, I just have to see the theory videos and they go into like deep, deep stuff. So yeah. Okay. I think it's time to move on to Dreamcatcher. Um, no, Boca by Dreamcatcher. So, okay. Uh, my, I guess, you know, um, uh, relationship with Dreamcatcher was on and off because I really like their intro songs. Call me weird, but like their album intro song is like always the best. Um, but because of the lack of my knowledge or my taste of rock music, it, it, it was not my Cup of tea. It, okay, so, okay, so I would, I would, I would listen to it without 
skipping if it played in a playlist, right? But I wouldn't search it up, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's nothing about the song. The song is good. The Dreamcatcher songs are amazing, but it's just not my taste or genre. So, yeah, I, I loved uh, I love the intro. Every albums that have uh, intro and Dreamcatcher song, they're amazing. Go check. Uh, check out the intro. I know, I know a lot of people are like, they either skip it or they just listen to it when they binge listen, binge watch or binge listen, I guess, to, you know, Dreamcatcher's song, right? But like, in particular, I like the intro song, right? Like, it's like a minute long but I really like that so uh, yeah so that that has been you know my um listening relationship with uh Dreamcatcher right with that in mind let's get into Boca okay I was pleasantly surprised when Dreamcatcher the first section was like very general public friendly I was like okay and then the second thought that I had was, oh, is there, is this the, um, version of Summer Songs? I, I totally forgot. Oh, you know, the season is the summer and it's August. Oh, maybe it is what I think it is. I mean, Maybe it's their version, their take on the summer song. So I was like, okay, this is good, right? This is listenable. And then I was like, okay. And I, and the first section goes by. And then the second section, they just go, psych, we're still doing catcher. Right, I think it, it's very clever to kind of mix in the general public friendly kind of sound and then go psych we're still dreamcatcher. It doesn't go like out of the way to be GP like general public friendly, but like it was quite different from the regular sound. But the second section, it was like, psych, we're still, like, hanging on to this sound. Um, I mean, I'm on the, I'm on the side of keep doing whatever you're doing, because, um, it's, it might be not, like, GP-friendly, but, like, they have their concept as an identity. Um, some people are like, oh, they, they do, um, they're doing similar concepts every comeback. But okay, in K-pop, okay? Did you ever hear a group that is so dedicated to rock? It's just 
For me, the only problem is it's it's not my taste exactly. But I I do want to give them credit to just holding on to their sound because who does it better than Dreamcatcher? Name me a girl group or uh artist that does um rock this hard and they're dedicated to it. Like give me somebody that you know yeah, so I I do wanna give them credit for that. So um that's that. Um in other things right um I think they did a good job like just mixing in uh, general public friendly sound and also maintaining their original color and um, and uh, and their sound as well. Uh, my only complaints to the song, I could tell the difference in the section, which means um, the transition wasn't smooth as I like it to be, but like, okay, if you hear the songs a couple of times, it wouldn't bother you, it wouldn't bother you, it's fine, um, but I, I rather have smooth sounding, uh, transition between, like, seamless transition between two sounds two sounds, but that's honestly my only complaints um, about this song, but I think they're going the right path. I am really looking forward to what they, you know, what they have next. So, um, and Dreamcatcher or somebody related to Dreamcatcher. If you are listening to this or Wonder K, you know the YouTube channel Wonder K that does like uh, music video d- distribution. For some reason, uh, you know staff of that uh, channel or. Dreamcatcher, uh, stuff related to Dreamcatcher is listening to this show. Can, can you, can you, um, can you, um, let them be on the suit dance video? Okay, for, for someone, uh, for somebody that doesn't know who, what, okay, what, uh, suit dance is, it's, it's a one decay original series that um basically have idols uh dressed in like black suits all black suits and like they dance to their new song. I okay, I have I I just like when, you know, idols are in full suit for some reason. It's so more comfortable, like, I'm not gonna name who, but, like, some of the groups 
that participated in the in the in the sequence treatments, especially girl groups. A lot of stylists in in you know regular music shows and stuff like a lot of stylists go with very uncomfortable clothes. Like I don't know how they dance with that clo like with that outfit on. Like some idols have um um high heel. High heel, yeah. They, I don't know why, but they have high heels on. Can somebody give them a running shoe? Like, just, yeah. But in that suit dance, right, they don't, they don't have to worry about outfits that much. So they, they just dance, dance full on, right? I love just seeing that. Like, just, they don't have to mind their outfits. Um, and yeah, so that's why I like that series a lot. And like, we don't have that opportunity, that much opportunity to see them in full suit either. So whoever made that, um, made that series or had that idea of suit dance, uh, you get, you get a really sincere thank you from me. Uh, except as one suit pencil. Okay. Who, okay. Who, why did you have the high heels on? Whoever the stylist was, go and watch the eyes one version of suit dance. I did appreciate the suit. Um, full on black suit. But also, why did, why did they have, um, high heels? Okay, I yeah like it it, it it I I felt the uncomfortableness through the screen. I was like, okay, it's there like like a uh, couple chances where they can like they can wear the outfits and also the shoe shoe comfortably, and you just ruined it. Whoever stylist. Um, it was, and I remember there's a chain in the, not chain, what do you call it? Go watch the iPhone version of the suit dance. There's, like, weird outfit choices, but there's, like, little line that looks like a chain around, not around them, but, like, around them, but, like, you know what I mean, but they're, yeah, so I was, like, that's weird, right? I was like, okay, but I did still appreciate them in a um in a full suit. But can you get that chain away and also give them something comfortable uh to you know comfortable shoe so that they can you know they can um just dance comfortably. Right? That's the whole point of the, uh, series. I mean, they did amazingly well, but, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, by the way, shout out to Suit Dance, this original series by One Decade. I, I literally watched every video from that series. Um, okay. 
I didn't expect I would talk about that for some minutes, but all right. Um, let's talk about the news and events. I'm calling this. I don't know. You actually news and events is from uh, Soju Talk, uh, K-pop podcast. So I can't, I'm not trying to copy you guys. Um, by the way, I am. Uh, I am um really passionate listener of Soju Talk K-pop podcast. Um, I listened to them when I was just starting the podcast. I I just needed someone uh to reference, uh, just learn from, right? And I fell in love with the show. It helps me. I keep up with everything in world of K-pop, and it's really enjoyable to listen. Um, I'm not in the position of to give them a shout out, but like because I have like three thirty five forty listeners, but I I just want to give them real applause, and I appreciate you guys doing the podcast. They just uh hit one hundred uh one hundred episodes. So check them out, please. Um, <laughs> they are amazing. So yeah, I'm gonna find the name, but it's it's where I talk about events and news. Um, if you news uh in world of K-pop, if you have name suggestion, please comment it in. Or uh, or um, reply to me in the Twitter account, official Twitter account. It's uh, Talkshow Kpop uh, at Talkshow Kpop on Twitter. Yeah, so if you just send me a reply with a with a name idea, because I I don't I really don't wanna. Sound like I'm. I'm just copying from them. I, I'm really not. Um. Okay, but okay. It's just um my opinion piece, I guess, for the pre-releases. Let's talk about pre-releases. You you probably heard it from a lot of different groups. It's a new trend now. Um, Blackpink is doing it. A BTS don't call it it's don't call it, but it's essentially pre-release. Um, yeah. So, and a lot of different groups are doing pre-release that I can't name right now. But it's a new trend in K-pop, right? Um. Okay. So I I just want to talk about why it did it become a trend and why now and where is it going um okay two things in mind there is a medical situation going around um in the entire world called COVID-19 right everybody is stuck at home essentially and second K-pop people K-pop uh fans have very short uh attention span. We kind of go, oh, there's a new song, and we move on after a uh, couple weeks, maximum one month. 
Uh, minus for me, couple artists, Lucy, BTS, uh, IU, those kind of legendary artists. Um, like what, you know, those artists that I really like and, you know, I'm invested in. Minus those artists, like I move on, right? Like most of K-pop fans. And with the medical situation, COVID-19, they can't really do much because they can't really do any promotion except music show, extra content. They can't do concerts right, right now or fan signs or anything like that. So I think they're like, okay, people are going to forget about us a lot easier than the normal consequences. So they went, okay, let's do pre-releases. Let's do, let's just release song one by one and um, also a couple songs and an album as a finale for the main thing. So that people kind of have an eye on them constantly and not lose interest. I think that's why it became a trend in K-pop, right? A lot of artists is finding different ways to interact, not just in K-pop, uh, Western uh, artists as well. But the thing with pre-releases is just because we have so short, like, so we don't focus on one thing for a long time. We just move on, right? We have very short amount of attention span. So they had to really figure out, okay, so, you know what, like, the current system will, like, Absolutely, they're going to forget about us, okay? So, yeah, and they they make a lot of money with, uh, a lot of money with, compared to what they put in, right? So, it's a different promotion period. Fans are invested during that promotion period. They buy albums. They, sometimes the pre-releases are physical, Albums releases, so they buy it, fans buy it. Like Red Velvet, well, that's actually um, that's actually a subunit, but okay. I was about to say Irene and Sergey, but that's yeah, but you know what I mean. Uh, most of them is digital release, digital single, but some of them is actually. You can buy physical albums. So they are kind of, you know, making money in between the main album, right? So I think it's a win-win. And um, some artists are making um, songs and they're coming back and having releases frequently. That keeps us entertained during this, like, I guess, quarantine and stuck at home now. Yeah. So, 
I think that's why. Uh, and where it will go from now, I really don't know. Uh, cause for like TikTok challenge, right? Like, I kind of know where it goes. Cause like, after any song, a lot of songs have been trying it, but I don't think it had major success, so it's gonna go away. But pre-releases, is it, is this going to be a new normal in this landscape, or is this just a temporary thing because of the current medical situation? I don't know, uh, for sure. But it's here to stay for a couple, I would say a couple years. And I think they would try different methods of uh, pre-releases, digital, physical, who knows, different ways to distribute the song and more innovative and creative ways to uh, promote pre-releases. That would be interesting things to uh, watch it unfold, right? Yeah, so, and, uh, yeah, I think that's all for my pre-releases talk. And one thing, one thing, um, I am invested in Ireland now. Um, please vote, um, wait, are, am I allowed to say this? I think so, because, okay. Who, uh, Sonu is my favorite, Kim Sonu, as or Sonu Kim. Please, uh, please, if you have spare time, please vote him. Uh, global voting is going on right now. Please, uh, vote for him. And yeah, um, I think that's a message that I want to close on. Yeah, but I, I am actually, Surprisingly, I invest in Ireland. I, I don't expect myself to be that invested. Anyway, I will see you next week. Uh, that's it for Talk Shop K-Pop. Oh, or as what I, I never read, read the script, but I'll do that for this episode, um, okay, one, two, three, that's all for this episode, thank you for listening, and remember, if you want to support what I do, then subscribe, that's all for now, but I will see you in the next episode of Talk Shop K-Pop Podcast. Okay, that, that wasn't, okay. But that's what my script says every episode, but I just ignore it and, you know, close in a, my own fashion. But yeah, that's what my uh, script says. Um, <laughs> but I just, I just, uh, it's cringy reading off of a script that just sounded really bad but i will see you in the next episode please subscribe and follow and you can follow me on twitter at uh, talkshop kpop and on instagram talkshop kpop podcast with no space uh so i will see you next week wednesday
Have a good week, guys. See ya.